Good evening and welcome to online learning section. We're going to be looking at criminal litigation today by Obaguna Caleb. And we're going to be discussing the following topics. One, court with criminal jurisdiction. Two, settings of court. And three, arrest. Kindly pay attention to these very important topics. Now, starting with court with jurisdiction, in criminal litigation, we have two types of court, or rather still, court can be classified in two types, namely, court of general jurisdiction and two, court of special jurisdiction. We're going to find out what is the main essence of this classification. Now, the truth is this. Whenever you see a court of general jurisdiction, it simply means that this court can handle all criminal matters without restriction. So whenever a court has no restriction as to the nature of criminal matters to handle, it is called court of general jurisdiction. Now, having said this, we have two types of courts or two class of court under court of general jurisdiction, and they are one, the trial court, and two, appellate court, or sometimes you call the trial court court of first instance. Examples of this court of first instance we have are area courts, magistrate court, and the state high court. And sometimes state high court can also act as an appellate court, depending on where the matter is emanating from from appeal. Now, the second class is the appellate court, the under general jurisdiction. We have the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court. Reason because this court cannot handle criminal matters at first instance. So, in summary, the Court of General Jurisdiction can also be further divided into Court of First Instance and an appellate court. Now, having said this, we are going to go to Special Court, which is the second class. Now, why are they called special courts? They are called special court because of the reason that they can only handle specific criminal matters. Now, what are the examples of these special courts? We have one, juvenile courts. They are called juvenile courts because they try minors that person below 18. Two, we have court martial because they only try those in the military service. We have coronal courts because they are only set up to inquire the cause of death, which occurred in a public place. And we have International Criminal Court, which is set up to handle matters relating to genocide that is committed by a person and not a state. And such person must be from the age of 18 years and above. Now, having said this, it is important we go into the settings of the court. Now, the settings of the court simply tells us the way and manner the court is being arranged. Now, when you step into a courtroom, there are certain features you take note of, and these features I will likely discuss. Now, one of the major settings we have in the court, which all of them are major anyway, is the bench. The bench is an elevated seat where the judges or judicial officers sit. So the bench is occupied by judicial officers. After the bench, we have two, the registrar's decks. This is usually occupied by the court registrar or court clerk. And after that, we have three, the bar. 
Now the bar is divided into two segments. We have the inner bar, often referred to as front row. Now the reason is that when some calls do not have inner bar, they consider the front row as their inner bar. The question becomes, who can sit at the inner bar? There are three classes of lawyers that can sit at the inner bar, namely one, AG, which is the Attorney General of either state or federation. Two, the live bencher, not just benchers, but it must be a live bencher. And three, senior advocate of Nigeria. These are the three classes of lawyers that can occupy the inner bar. Now for the outer bar, we have the remaining lawyers, and like you that will soon be called to the Nigerian bar, don't rush into the inner bar. Remain at the outer bar until you have been able to occupy any of the position of AG, life bencher, and a senior advocate of Nigeria. Now, after the bar, we have the dock. Now, in criminal litigation, the dock is very important because that is where you place the accused or defendant to take his plea. Now, please take note that in the dock, evidence cannot be given. Anything made from the dock is referred to as statement. Please take note. Any communication made from the dock is called statement. And it is called statement because one, it is not subject to cross-examination. It is not subject to what? Cross-examination. Whenever a statement is made from the dock, it is not subject to what? Cross-examination. Please take note of that. A statement from the dock is not subject to cross-examination. And the court will consider it with a pinch of salt. So please take note. You don't make evidence given there from the dock, but you make statement. And I said, one, the statement will not be subject to cross-examination. And two, the accused person or defendant will not take oath. Now, having considered this, we have the witness box. The witness box is likely the place where evidence is taken from. So take note, at the dock, statement is made, and it is subject to two conditions. One, it will not be subject to oath taking, and it will also not be subject to cross-examination. But once you're in the witness box, you'll be subject to both oath taking and cross-examination. Now, lastly, we have the gallery. Now, who occupy the gallery? We have one, litigants, lawyers who are not properly robed. Please take note, whenever a lawyer is not properly robed, it is advisable that such lawyer occupy the gallery, members of the public, and the pressmen. Now, having said the setting of the court, the next important thing we shall be discussing is the sitting of the court. The sitting simply means what time does the court assume each session. Now, please take note that according to law, the court should have been sitting or should sit from Monday to Saturday. Please emphasize Monday to Saturday. But in practice, which I've been practicing in reality, the court likes to sit from Monday to Friday because they want to rest. But for example purposes, the court sits from Monday to Saturday. And the time of the court is 9 o'clock or so soon thereafter till any time the court decides to rise for the day. So there's no closing hour. Any time depends on the discretion of the judge or judicial officer. Having said this, we're going to be looking at the next thing, which is called arrests. Now, please take note that in criminal litigation, one of the means by which you can secure the attendance of the accused or defendant to court, but at this stage of arrest, they are referred to as suspects. Please take note, we don't call them accused and defendant. 
we call them suspect because arrest is a pre-trial process to secure the attendance of the party of accused or defendant to court now this arrest can take place in three ways one summons two warrant of arrest and three arrest without warrant but the question is how can we identify the usage of this three form of arrest now let's start with summon now summons is issued in respect of simple or misdemeanor offenses there are less offenses that are imprisonment of less than six months someone is issued now it's important to know that someone is served and not executed please you serve summons and summons are not executed to execute a someone simply means that the police must take it make it effective but since you don't know the presence of the police for summons summons are only served now the only issue is this upon disobedience of summons because the time frame when a summons is served is that you must appear between 24 hours and not later than 48 hours and once a someone is disobeyed please take note of location in the north a public summons is issued but in south lagos and abuja what is issued is warrant of arrest now please take note criminal litigation is divided into four locations for purpose of learning we have the south we have the north we have lagos and we have abuja and from these four locations three which is lagos south and abuja issue warrant of arrest upon disobedience why in the north they issue public summons now having said about summons the next thing is warrant of arrest warrant of arrest is issued in the following instances one where a summon is disobeyed in the above location I mentioned. Two, where the law requires that warrant of arrest should be issued. And three, where it is a serious offense. I'm going to take it once again. Summons, sorry, warrant of arrest is issued in the following instances. One, where a summon is disobeyed in the following location mentioned. Two, where the law provides that a warrant of arrest is issued. And lastly, where a serious offense has been committed now we're going to look at who can issue this various form of arrest this can also be only be issued by judicial officers example of these officers are magistrates judges and justice of peace in the north now lastly we have warrant of arrest uh, arrest without warrant sorry an arrest without warrant can be issued by a judicial officer can be done by a judicial officer a police officer or a private person now please take note that once a private person effects an arrest, he should report immediately to a nearest police officer or to the nearest police station. So not be guilty of house arrest. This brings us to the end of this session. I hope you enjoy it. Please kindly get your easy read materials, which is very helpful for you, 2019 edition. Have a nice day. Good night.